This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 165. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Alrighty, Spapreneurs. It's Ramona Rice. My voice is slower. I'm trying to speak more quietly. And I'm trying to speak more slowly because this topic has me riled up so much so that I'm afraid that I will blow out your speakers because I'm a loud individual and I don't want to hurt you. But this is Ramona Rice. I am the Spapreneur. (laughs) I am the Spapreneur. I am the Spapreneur. Okay. This is Ramona Rice from Spapreneur. And this is our excuses series. And the excuse um, that I hear a lot of is I don't have the information. I need to go find the information. Use learning as an excuse to not get anything done. Okay. So as part of the Spotpreneur Excuses series, we're going to talk about one of the things a lot of you do to make excuses for not getting the goals you want, and that is the crowdsourcing of business information or business decisions, and it drives me batshit crazy. Like it's the one thing that makes me want to go not be in the groups ever, because if I see one more crowdsourced like things, particularly what should my, my prices be or what, how should I handle this client, I'm going to lose my shit. Now, I want to be really clear. I have um, two Facebook groups. One is my private paid information where they do go in and they ask specific questions. But here's the deal. It is a very small group. They're all peers. They're all the same level. And they all know how to ask the questions because I've trained them on how to do so. So that's different than going in and doing this. I'm going to give an example. So recently a... um, in a group with close to 50,000 members, someone wrote a question about taking an opportunity to travel with a group of 50 people and providing spa services. The poster wanted to know what to charge. She got over a hundred responses ranging with the don't even think about it because it could be dangerous and you could get kidnapped to specific numbers. Okay. Here's my whole problem with the whole situation. None of the people responding know what the specific owner's business expenses are what her annual goals are, and what the opportunity costs for taking such a business um, like trip would do to her regular business because we don't know how long she would be gone. And so how would that affect her regular customers? If she's going to be gone for a month, she may lose a lot of her regular customers. So while she may get a lot of money at the front, it may not be worth it. See, these are the kind of things you have to talk about. And this is why having a smaller mastermind is better than crowdsourcing in a crowd of 50,000 people, particularly when you don't know the business success or the acumen of those 50,000 people. So basically, a lot of times in these Facebook groups, you're offering, they're, they're offering advice on the surface level of the question rather than diving in deep, which is what you really need to know. And I realize that many of you look towards Facebook groups and other online forums for advice because running a business by yourself is scary because it's not like you can go to your staff. It's not like you can go to your husbands or your partners because a lot of times they're employees. They don't know. Um, even if you go to other business owners, spa business is really different. Um, you know, it's not like, like, for example, I remember during the pandemic, people were like, oh, just make your services to go. It's like, how the hell do you make massage to go? Like, like there are certain things, yes, skincare and other things you could do at home, but it's not the same. Like it's it just, no, 
No, no. So I want to, I want to know, I, I do understand why you do it. I just think it's a really scary thing to get in the habit of because oftentimes you're posting it because you don't want the answer or you are procrastinating for making a decision. And that's an excuse. So I want to talk about this. So crowdsourcing for specific business information is dangerous to your bottom line because number one, you don't know the level of expertise from strangers on the internet. You're more likely dealing with people who are at your level, which is fine, or behind you in success, or who have never been successful, or who are motivated by different things. So for example, you know, a lot of people in the wellness space are not motivated by money at all. But then you're asking financial questions. Well, how does someone who's not motivated by finances answer a financial question correctly? or precisely, or understand your motivations behind it. Because, you know, or worse, they make you feel guilty for, oh my God, wanting to make money for doing actually what you've been like, do for money. I I don't know. Oh, see, I'm already upset. I'm verklempt. I'm upset. This will be the last podcast I record today. Because it just boggles my mind, the blockage, the money blockages in this community. It's frustrating for me as a business coach. It's frustrating for me as a business owner because, you know, I'm looked at as greedy because I proudly say, my mother does this. My mother's like, I don't want people to know I own a seven-figure business. Bullshit. I want that shouted from the rooftops. She doesn't want people to know because she's worried about how people are going to judge her. And that's that's not where we need to come from. You need to come from an establishment going, you know what? I'm really successful. We have seven figures. Here's how we've done it. If you would like to get to seven figures, here's how we did it. Here's how we suggest you do it. That's what business coaching should be. It shouldn't be you going into like a field of, you know, uh, uh, just, oh, it's like a needle in a haystack. Okay. It just doesn't work. So um, the other thing isn't why crowdsourcing is a bad idea is that often when you get too many ideas, like you get flooded with ideas, um, you only stick with the ideas that are familiar with you rather than trying something new that will work. So because you don't have a voice of reason, you don't have a grown up actually answering a question specifically. You got a bunch of people who are like, oh, I've got an opinion because I'm on the internet. I've got an opinion though, you know, I, my favorites are the ones who um, offer advice on like hiring and firing people and they've never hired or fired anybody. Those are my favorites. Those are my favorites. I'll never forget. I used to see a hairstylist and he would talk on and on about how, when he was, you know, how he would run a business. Yeah. He didn't run a business. He had a booth rental. When he finally ran a business, it was amazing the, the shift in the conversation. So that's the other thing too. You don't know where these people are coming from. Please, dear God, stop asking these questions in Facebook groups. Number three, you're asking after you're asking often because you're procrastinating from making the actual decision. It's easy to go, okay, I'm not sure what the decision. Let me go ask a, a thousand strangers in a, in a Facebook group and see their opinions and get swayed one way. Okay, well, the Facebook group told me how to do it. So that's what I'm going to do. No, this is bad. It's bad, y'all. It's real bad. Just not a good idea. Not a good idea at all. And then number four, you don't know their why. You know, some people are just negative because they can be. Some people are just negative because that's all they know how to be. They are stuck in small mindedness because they've not allowed themselves the ability to grow. So they're not going to encourage you to take great opportunities. I don't know if this trip that the girl was talking about that I mentioned earlier is a great opportunity or not because I don't know her business. I don't know her business model. I don't know if these clients are safe or whatever's doing because it's like, you know, the way she makes it sound like, like, oh, I would offer these things. Well, it's like 50 people. How many days? Because if it's four days, 50 people, that's exhausting. And that's not worth your time or money. No amount of money is worth that unless you bring somebody with you. But if it's over two weeks, okay, maybe with 50 people, it's still a lot of people. Like that's a lot what one single massage therapist sees in a month. So I'm kind of going, something doesn't feel right about that. But I didn't offer my opinion because she hasn't paid me to be a business coach. 
And there's the other thing is that a lot of times a lot of you want to be helpful because you're like, I want to bring somebody along with me on the journey. Well, here's the problem with that is that again, when we offer advice without knowing the full situation, without knowing all of the details, we can give some really bad advice. So I'll give a really kind of serious example. So let's say you've got a girlfriend and she's had a fight with her husband. Okay. So she's whining to you, but she's had a, not whining, but she's crying to you. She's had a fight, big fight with her husband. Okay. Let's think of some of the details. Number one, is this a one-time fight? That's going to be different advice than if it's somebody who's abused and battered. Is it um, something where a trust issue came about or is it because of, and literally I've had arguments with my husband about this, about where to put the damn cereal. I'm embarrassed to admit that, but we've had a screaming fight about that because it was actually about something else. But that's what I mean. You have to uncover more of these details before you can offer advice. Same thing with these Facebook situations is that you think you're being helpful, but you're really, I don't think you are. I think instead you're enabling some bad business behavior. And instead of forcing the business owner to actually take a look at their numbers, particularly the, the how much should I charge numbers for dear God, no matter what, can we all agree? Can we all just, just say like, okay, if rule number one is don't fuck with the money, then guess what? You're breaking rule number one when you offer advice on how to, um, of what to charge without saying the following, do you know your own expenses? Do you know what you need to bring home to your family? Do you know what your tax liabilities are? And do you know what your market rate is? Those are the four things that should be responded to every time someone asks, what should I charge? That's it. Those are the only things that, because they have to answer those questions. If they can't answer those questions, then they shouldn't be a business owner. Go be an employee somewhere. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I encourage it because God knows I need some. But the point is, is that stop it. Stop going to the crowd for getting business resources and go and seek your own answers. There's tons of resources out there. Google is an amazing thing. There are tons of books. I just did an episode with the 13 essential books I feel like all business owners need to read. There are business coaches. If not me, then there's another one out there that you will love and fall in love with and will help you get to the next stage of where you need to be. But... If you're absolutely certain, you're like, no, I want to go into the crowd and I want to get business advice, then fine. Then you ask the question this way. Number one, very, very specific reasons. Don't be vague. Don't be naive. Be willing to say, okay, and give hard data, not opinions, hard data in that question. And number two, understand that these people have no skin in the game. And what that means is that when I am hired as a business coach, I have skin in the game. If I give bad advice, they don't hire me anymore. If I don't show up with the right materials and the right information, guess what? I don't have a job anymore. It's the same thing with someone hiring you to do a massage and you, you know, like the Ross scene when he took over a Phoebe client and he used Tonka trucks and wooden spoons to massage the client. Doesn't work that way. Those are the wrong tools. So understand that they have no skin in the game and they may not have the expertise to really answer this question in a truthful and meaningful way. That's the danger of crowdsourcing information. It's no different than if you're crowdsourcing information of, hey, what's this thing, you know, on my face rather than going to a dermatologist. Yet so many of you do that too. <laughs> I've seen in the esthetician groups particularly, hey, I saw this on my client's face. What is it? no. If you see something weird in your client's face, guess what? Keep a dermatologist number on speed dial and go, I'm sending you a client. Because guess what that dermatologist is going to do? They're going to send you all the little facials they don't want to do. 
This is how this works. But this, oh, stop it. Just, it's so frustrating as a business coach. It, it's just one of the things where I'm just like, oh my God. I, and I was for years, I used it as an excuse to not go into the groups because I'm like, nope, I can't teach any of these people. I can't. And then I had to realize I don't have to teach these people. I just merely need to be a voice of reason in these Facebook groups so that maybe they leave that Facebook group and come join mine where we don't allow such nonsense, where we say, hey, no, let, let's let's think about this as a grown-up would. Let's think of this as a business owner would because that's our focus as spapreneur is how does a business owner run a day spa? Because you, my friend, are a business owner and I need you to be comfortable with that. I need you to be strong enough that and a business owner typically does not crowdsource for information. They gather information from wise places and then make the best decision based on the parameters that they know about their business. This is why I personally invest in business coaching and I think you should too. So consider it. Head to spapreneur.com. You will learn more information about Spapreneur Mastermind and also about Spapreneur Alliance. Spapreneur Alliance is my free Facebook group. So here's the deal. I don't allow nonsense questions. I don't allow anybody to ever ask, what should I charge for this? Nope, not allowed. Because that's not what it's there for. What it's there for is to get perspective. I don't mind when people go, hey, I have had a nasty client. Can you help me with a response? That's different than what should I charge for this facial? No, because everybody's different. Like what we charge for a facial here in, in my area is going to be different than even the spa across the street. You know why? Because I use a better product line. I use a more expensive product line. So my product line's we like cost four times as much because we have eminence and that's a really premier expensive line. So therefore guess what we get to do? We get to charge more than say somebody who's using Dermalogica because it's not as expensive. Nothing, not judging Dermalogica. It's great product line, but it's not the product line we have. So these are the details you need to know. So if you're going to answer these questions, if you're going to waste your time answering these questions, ask the follow-up questions, make them get specific Chances are they don't want to. Chances are they are just asking the question because they're procrastinating on a big girl decision, big boy decision that they need to make themselves. And unless you are a business coach, that should not be your focus. Your focus needs to be building your business on your terms because success is a very personal metric. If you want more information about Spapreneur, head over to Spapreneur.com. This is episode 165 of the podcast. Um, and I'd love to know in the group, if you are part of Alliance, you know, what are some of the crazy questions that you have seen from um, various spa professionals in the Facebook groups that you're just like, shake my head. Why the hell are you asking that here? Or maybe I'm crazy and y'all of you are fine with people asking questions because we're supposed to be like one happy big family. Um, I don't think so. I think you're doing disservice to everybody answering these questions because because honestly, are you being paid for this? Are you being compensated in some way? I mean, yeah, your ego's getting stroked a little bit, but is that enough to keep the bills on? You know, lights on, things like that? Just a thought. Anyway, if you want more information about Spapreneur Alliance, head over to spapreneur.com and I'll see y'all next week. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.